Just a reminder that this podcast is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON to get $10 off your first order. That's $10 off your first order if you go to BuiltBar.com. What is up, everybody? Welcome into the newest edition of Locked On Tigers. I am your host, Chris Castellani. It is Monday, June 1st. Happy birthday to my older brother, Michael. And we are in the middle of another very trying time in this country. You know, I'd ask you how your weekend was, but if you're anything like me, unless you bury your head in the sand, it was probably pretty challenging. All across this nation of ours, we have seen peaceful protests and and sadly riots as well following the murder of George Floyd at the hands of a Minneapolis police officer, the murder of uh, an African-American man, uh, just an African-American in general, is something that we've seen too often in this country. And recently, in the, over the last five, ten years, with the advantage of, of technology, this stuff has been more documented than ever, which is a good thing because it's led to these protests and these discussions. I'm going to talk about that today. I'm going to talk about how I'm feeling. I'm going to ask you guys how you're feeling. There is some baseball stuff that I can discuss. Last night, Jeff Passan dropping uh, the news that Major League Baseball, the players are are planning on countering with their proposal for how to play this season. Uh, the one that they're going to propose is obviously 100% pay, I believe, 114-game schedule potential opt-out option if players don't want to play, expanded postseason. And, you know, I could talk about that. That'd be fine. I'm sure there might be more people who are going to be interested than than hearing me talk about the goings-on in this country. But I don't don't find, like I've said this before, I don't find the business aspect of baseball particularly entertaining. I've been soured by this whole process. We're seeing very wealthy players arguing with even wealthier owners over the business side of a kid's game. It's it's disheartening. It's taken away from from what the this sport should be and that it's pure. That's gone. It's consumed by greed and it's frustrating. And there are other shows on this platform and other shows all across the, the, the world of podcasts that will spend their time today and over the next week talking about the advantages and disadvantages of this player proposal. That's fine. Those people are welcome to talk about that. To me, what I think separates me from almost any other content creator is that other content creators make content for other people. They make content that they believe other people will enjoy. I make content that I find interesting. Now, more often than not, what I find enjoyable or entertaining or funny is also what the masses find entertaining and funny. Whether you like my content or not, it's undeniable that I've grown an audience using that formula. And it's worked more often than it hasn't. I'm sure there's going to be people who are going to do turn the dial. I mean, that's obviously not a thing anymore with podcasts. You know, listening to me wax poetic about the goings on in this country. And you know what? That's fine. I'm, I used to be way more idealistic than I am. I used to want to speak up on more issues 
because they were things that were important to me. But And this is one of the disadvantages of social media because when, when people are in your corner and they love your opinions and they love the, the content you turn out, you feel like you're invincible. You feel like you can talk about whatever you want to talk about and they'll still love you. And the coldness, the shallowness of social media, I've talked about this many times, is that that's not the case. You can talk about whatever you want until you talk about something that a certain part of your audience disagrees with, then they hate you. It's a fragile, fragile existence, social media. And because of that, I've probably remained quieter than I would have liked to about certain issues going on in the world, certain things that matter to me. Because I'm not just some some dullard who loves his sports, loves his movies, and doesn't pay attention to the rest of the world. I'm, I'm very, very aware of what goes on in our country. I have been my whole life probably too aware and after soaking in some of the crazy events that have gone down over the last several days, the first thing that came to my mind is that it's so difficult to find hope in 2020. And I'm, I'm not a, a black person. Shocker, right? I'm a, about as Caucasian as they come. But I, I believe and I, I, I sympathize with the struggles of the disenfranchised and I think to overlook their pain as just people angry for the sake of being angry or to point at random statistics and say well you know cops kill so-and-so at a higher rate you're missing the point the fact of the matter is so many times over the last decade especially There's been documented video footage of young African-American men and women being killed at the hands of the police. And so many people like to make this a, you got to choose sides. Either you're on the side of the police or you're on the side of the African-Americans protesting. That's not it either. That's, that to me is one of the things in life that I'm most proudest of is that I haven't fallen into that bubble. I'm not some guy who just only picks sides and can only see things from that point of view. I know people who are cops. I have friends who are cops. I personally, in my life, I've had nothing but good experiences with police officers. I'm not black. And I, and I live in a much smaller city than, say, a Chicago or a Minneapolis where, the, where we've seen stuff like this happen many times over. Is it true that there probably are just a few bad apples? Yeah, probably. Chris Rock talked about this in one of his stand-up specials. Police officer is not a job where you can afford to have a few bad apples. It, it, like he says, it's like being a pilot. Oh, we have some pilots, but, but some of them don't like to land. Well, then you would fire those pilots. At first glance, the second they screw up, you fire them. And I think that's the issue. You look at this cop responsible for for the, the, the murder of George Floyd. This guy had a laundry list, a, a, a plethora of issues against him that at, at first glance, you would just say this guy ha- probably has no business uh, uh, flipping fries. And yet he is one of the guys who's hired to protect people. And he failed at his job because he didn't protect. He murdered somebody. It gets lost in all of this because people try to discredit a movement simply because they don't understand it. And as they say, if you don't understand history, you're going to repeat it. 
And, and the reason I get angry is because that's exactly what's happened. The reason why it's hard to find hope during moments like this is because we see this again and again and again. Ferguson was six years ago. Freddie Gray was killed five years ago. Those killings led to protests and riots all across the country, and people freaked out. Oh my God, this can't stand. We need to stop it. Look at all this meaningless violence. This isn't the way Martin Luther King would have wanted it. That's what they always say. That's always their go-to, as if MLK is the only black activist who's ever existed. So these riots went away, but the pain still existed. The scars wouldn't heal. So what happened? Well, a young quarterback from the San Francisco 49ers decided to take a knee to protest the senseless acts of violence done by police officers to young African Americans in this country. Now, I'm not going to act like every single thing Colin Kaepernick ever said or did was correct. I'm not going to act like he didn't end up using the aftermath of these protests to further his own brand, getting a deal with Nike and such. But his heart from the beginning was in the right place, and he made it very, I mean, painfully clear what his intentions were, and people still complained. He's dishonoring the national anthem, and he would say, no, I'm not. He hates the military. And he would say, no, I don't. And two groups of people came out of this. Two groups of of naysayers, two groups of critics spawned from this. There was the first group who was, wow, I think that's stupid. To me, that's the least offensive of these two groups. I know people who feel that way. And that's fine. Because even if I disagree with you, that's your opinion. You aren't any less of a person for feeling that way. But then there's the other group who saw a black man peacefully protesting something that was important to him and doing it dun 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 during a football game oh my god as if football in sports are so sacred that it would be a crime for someone to infringe upon that sacredness before before the actual game mind you And the backlash against him was so rampant that Colin Kaepernick got ostracized from the league and he still hasn't played a game since 2015. David Blau has started several games. Colin Kaepernick has not. I don't want him on my team. He'll be a distraction. Yes, yeah. In a sport that that is known to employ domestic abusers, drunk drivers, and substance abusers, it's the guy who took a knee before the game. He's going to be a distraction. So to bring it all back, now, if you're someone who doesn't understand the violent nature of some of these protests, they tried the quiet route. They tried to be public, but also silent. And it led to a guy getting kicked out of the league. And several years later, violence is still being done by certain cops against the African-American community. And if you wonder why they're angry, that's why. Now, I don't uh, there's a term now, white splaining. I think it is. I don't mean to white splain or speak for a community that I know very little about. But I do know what it's like to feel like you're at a loss, to feel like your voice isn't being heard. And what's happened over the last five days in America is a result of people who feel voiceless trying to make their voices heard. And you can disagree with it. But we aren't going to get anywhere as a country if you don't understand it. 
We'll be right back. Built Bars are tasty. It's a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. 16 amazing flavors, 8 chocolate nut flavors, 8 chocolate nut free flavors. It says so on the packaging. Bars are covered in 100% chocolate, soft and easy to chew. I had my very first one just the other day, the peanut butter brownie one. And unlike a lot of other protein bars, which have a little bit of crunch to them, these, they really do melt in your mouth. And Built Bars are healthy too. Built Bar is great for the health conscious guy or girl. Lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Bars are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber. Look at uh, something like the peanut butter brownie, the one I just talked about. That's 20 grams of protein, 170 calories, 3 grams of sugar, 3 grams net carbs. You can try them today, but we have a special offer as well. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get $10 off your first order. Use the promo code Locked On for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. Mima Remedies is a CBD company providing full-spectrum CBD hemp oil and flour. The company is owned by Michigan State alums and Southwest Michigan residents, featuring only two ingredients, along with USDA-certified organic MCT oil derived from coconuts. CO2 extracted full spectrum CBD from hemp organically grown in Oregon where MIMA founder Brandon Denler got his start in the industry working with other Michigan State alums. To celebrate MIMA's first season growing their hemp in Michigan, we are giving Lockdown listeners 25% off at MIMAremedies.com. Full spectrum extract retains terpenes and flavor of hemp flower, no additives or flavoring. All products third-party lab tested, always below 0.3% THC. Find Mima on Instagram at Mima Remedies, Facebook, and at MimaRemedies.com. And if you go to Mima Remedies, use the promo code Locked On for 25% off your offer. That's Locked On for 25% off of your offer. If you're looking for high-quality CBD products from a brand you can trust, Mima is a match made in Michigan. And we're back. Obviously, some very heavy subject matter in that first segment. I apologize for that, but not really. I Because in all honesty... Having just listened back to it, I would say the first segment here and the show I did last Wednesday were the best that this podcast has been in a long time because it's the first time in a long time that I've actually been truly passionate about what I was discussing, not discussing what some imbeciles are are trying to propose for how to start uh, the major league season. You know, this was actually about something and I I think it it is important to me and I think it's important to a lot of people and it might annoy people. It's another guy that people feel is unqualified to speak on an issue, speaking on an issue, but uh, I don't care. And I, as narcissistic as it may sound, speaking as someone who is not a very confident person, I'm confident enough to say that I am more articulate, more well-spoken, and more well-rounded as an individual than 80% of the people that will come across my Twitter feed who are speaking up about the topics that I just spoke about in that first segment. So uh, I take nothing back. I, I will say there were some some positives that came out of this most recent 
weekend. And the one I'm going to point to was what happened in Flint. You know, Flint as a city has taken such a beating over the last several years, and it's still bad. But their sheriff there, Chris Swanson, what a rock star this guy was. You know, coming in saying, we want to make this protest a parade. Really a beautiful moment seeing the protesters and the police coming together. I thought that that was a a really beautiful thing. And I think there has been several moments of real hope and real levity and real kindness and passion that have shined through during these really frustrating, divided times in a weekend where I've seen stuff I didn't think I'd see. Lansing was on fire yesterday. That was a very shocking sight. And yet through all the darkness does come a dim light. Is that great line in the Beatles song, you know, when the night is cloudy, there is still a light that shines on me. Shine until tomorrow. Let it be. That's kind of what it reminded me of is that even in the, the moments of, of true chaos, there there can still remain hope. And if there's anything you take away from this podcast, I hope it's that. Uh, there's there's still a lot of good out there and a lot of kindness. Sometimes you just you just need to find it. So uh, thank you very much for listening today, guys. You can follow me on Twitter at Castellani2014. That's at C-A-S-T-E-L-L-A-N-I-2014. You can follow this show on Twitter at LockedOnTigers. Friday, I will be doing a mailbag segment. You can send those questions to this show's Gmail account, LockedOnTigers at gmail.com. Thank you very much for listening. Stay safe, stay vigilant, and stay kind, and have a great rest of your day, and go Tigers.